I'm your host, Stephen Weissong. This is season three of Freestyle. You can like the Facebook page that we have going on. You can share this with a friend that maybe could use a freestyle. That would be awesome. Whatever you want to do, if you want to share it, that'd be great. Well, this is Freestyle. And once a week, I take the YouVersion Bible app verse of the day and create an impromptu Bible study from it. The whole point is to freestyle. It's to create something in the moment from the Word of God for you and for me. So let's get freestyling. Here we go. Season three, new year, new season. I hope you're doing well. Here's the verse of the day. It's Deuteronomy 6.5. Here's what we read. And you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. <laughs> I just think that this is a great verse to start off this new season of freestyle. I hope 2021 is treating you okay. I hope you're getting by. I hope you're staying safe, taking care of yourself. I hope you're in God's word, getting into God's word and letting that fill up your heart and soul and your strength. Here's this verse. And you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. Now this specific verse is attached to another part of the Old Testament, Deuteronomy chapter 6, and it's called the Shema. And this is a, a prayer, uh, a, a, a verbal commitment, maybe you could say, that the Israelite people have been reciting for thousands of years. It's kind of like a reminder to them, a reminder for them on who God is. It starts out with, hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. It's a reminder for them that they're reciting. Isn't it interesting the, 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 the impact that repetition causes in our lives? It's, it's kind of like a centering thing of God is our God. He is our God. His love for us is immense. He is our God. God. He is the one true powerful being of the universe. He is our God. He is the creator of heaven and earth. He is the author of life. He is our God. In God, they, we have a special relationship. That, that, that That's the Shema and you must, this is the end of it, and you must love the Lord your God. We have this amazing God and he wants us to be in an exclusive, all-out relationship with him. There is this unique, special connection happening with the creator of the heavens and earth, with the author of life, with the liberator of people. Remember, the Israelites were in Egypt as slaves for over 400 years, and Moses is called by God and, and God liberates his people from Egypt and he, he's led them to the promised land. And you have Exodus, which is kind of a narrative, but you have commandments in there and, and the Ten Commandments are in there. And then you have Leviticus, which is God speaking to Moses and Moses is repeating what God is saying to the people. And then you have Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 
means, that word, it means second law. And here is Moses. Moses is addressing the people in Deuteronomy. And he's saying to the people, you must love the Lord your God with your all. Now, this verse is impactful, meaningful, would have been known by the Israelite people. Fast forward to Jesus on the scene in the New Testament. He's asked one time, what's the greatest commandment? Now, there's a lot of commandments. There's like 600 of them. What is the greatest? How do you pick one out that's the greatest? Like, how do you, how do, you do that? That's like going and saying, what's your favorite ice cream? I'm at Baskin Robbins. What's your favorite one? We might have, we might be able to nail that down, but that's 31 flavors. There's a lot to choose from. Can you really be sure that you have a favorite if you haven't tried all of them? <laughs> I don't know. That might have been a silly example because I think some of us were creatures of habit and we're just like, no, it's cookie dough. That is my favorite. I won't even try anything else. What's the greatest commandment, Jesus? That's the question. He says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. Out of all the commandments, this is the one that Jesus says is the greatest. This is one, the one that Jesus picks, would have been something that everybody would have known the moment he said it. Because they were reciting it. This was part of their daily practice. This was part of their daily routines. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and all your strength. It's like Jesus took something that would have been on everybody's mind, that maybe would have just been on everybody's tongue, and said, that's it. Now, why this one? What is so amazing? What's so great about this commandment? Well, I think, here's what I think, I think that it has to do with a relation. It has to do with our relationship with God. Isn't that amazing? I just find it so amazing how all throughout Scripture, everything kind of points back to God wanting to have a relationship with us and Him wanting us to have a relationship with Him. It, it, it's kind of like... The Bible is saying there is a God of the universe that loves you. There is the God of the universe that wants you to know him like he knows you. There is a God of the universe that wants you to treat others the way he has treated you. There is a God of the universe that out of all of the people that live on the planet Earth, in the huge expanse of the universe, this God knows you personally. I mean, that is amazing. I can't even keep track of everyone that I have on my social media. And God can keep track of every detail of your life. Every longing that you have. Every dream that you want to pursue. Every triumph every failure. He keeps track of it all and he's for you and he's with you in it all. And here it is. The greatest commandment is basically have a relationship with this God too. 
pursue in your life a relationship with God where you give Him your all. Back in when Deuteronomy would have been uh, given by Moses, when this speech would have happened, uh, even throughout the Old Testament, there was not a concept for the brain. So if you notice that that's missing here in Deuteronomy 6, there, there wasn't a concept of that. But the people understood that they had a heart. There was something in their chest that was beating. They, they got that. And so the belief was, the practice was, is that with all your heart, that meant your thoughts, that meant your emotions, that meant your reasoning of the world, the wisdom that you had. Uh, it was a place where fear came out, where joy was found. Your heart, your life flowed through your heart. Okay, Love God with your heart. That was like the thought center, the emotion center, the reasoning center. Okay, That's where that is for these people all of your soul that's the inside you that that's the inside you that that is i heard recently a quote that was saying something like we're not uh trying to become spiritual beings but we are spiritual beings trying to become human your your, your soul that's inside of you it's a great quote i can't remember off the top of my head who said it but i heard it recently and i liked it your strength when I see that, I think about, yeah, this is okay. Yeah, this is what you do. And maybe it is like if you're a weightlifter, you've got a lot of strength and you're doing this all for God. But I think this is your efforts in life, uh, the things that you are pursuing, the stuff that you are doing, that is your strength. And so the people would have heard this and they would have understood that the three things here love god with your heart your soul and your strength make up a person and they make up a person you, you know what is interesting i live in an apartment complex and an apartment complex is square yeah it's it's a couple squares my 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 wife and I are our one bedroom apartment it's it's some squares but basically it's boxes that everybody else lives in and you have your box another person has their box and honestly today we don't really go into anybody else's boxes right it's your box your space i think why I'm talking about this is I think in life, sometimes what happens, it's called compartmentalization. And what happens is we compartmentalize different areas of our lives. I, I work with students. I do youth ministry. And so I'll talk to them about this sometimes. But it applies to us adults as well. You know, we have our work compartment. We have our church compartment. We have our friend apartment that we move into we have our social media compartment that we maybe are a different person online than we are when we're just walking around we have our uh, relationship compartments we have our hobby compartments and and what can happen in our lives is we build up these compartments but we don't let them mix together what we have over here in the work compartment maybe doesn't mesh over with 
the church compartment. What we have over here in our online compartment maybe doesn't mesh with our God compartment. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you get what I'm talking about? We have compartments. And what we do is we isolate compartments of our lives from other ones. And so sometimes what can happen is we become different people depending on the compartment that we're moving into. And here's what God is saying. God is saying he wants to be in every compartment of your life. What God wants for you is to be integrated, is to have integrity. It's to be the same whether you're at church or work. It's to be the same whether you're online or out in real life with people. Your life should model and be lived out in such a way where you love God with all of you, no matter where you find yourself. You are living to honor God with all of you, no matter what you're doing. You live to glorify God with all of you, no matter who you're with. It's taking all of you and centering yourself around God. And it's letting God, his character, the things he wants to instill into you, his plan, his way, it's letting that mold and shape and form how you interact with the world. It's taking his view of you as valuable, important, and letting that mold and shape the view that you have of yourself. You are valuable. You are important. You are beautiful and wonderful and created in God's image. And God is crazy about you. It's making the conscious decision in your mind, but also in your heart, that you are going to live in relationship with God, no matter what you're doing or where you are. Now, this plays out differently in all sorts of ways for all of us. None of us are perfect. That's Jesus. Jesus is the one who has unconditional love. And isn't it amazing that Jesus also has unconditional grace? The point of loving God with your all is we're on a pathway to look more like Jesus, but we're not always going to get it right. And you know what? That's okay. In a relationship, you don't always get things right. But the best relationships, the healthiest relationships are the ones where it's okay to not be okay. That's a Demi Lovato song, by the way. But in a relationship, you're moving towards healthy places. You're moving in forgiveness. You're moving in grace and mercy, humbleness, gentleness, patience. The best relationships have room for growth. And with the room for growth that exists in the relationship, 
that relationship is going to thrive. And God wants you to thrive in life. Some of us, I think we just feel like we're surviving in life. And I wonder if Deuteronomy 6.5 is a good verse, a good starting place, a good inventory taking verse where we can sit down and think to ourselves. Maybe we need to write it down. Maybe we need to have a conversation with someone about, it It seems so simple, but it's asking, do I love God with my heart? Keeping in mind that this is your thoughts, your emotions, your reasoning, the, the letting maybe maybe fear or anger have a have a hold on your heart where there needs to be peace and joy coming in from from God maybe there's some isolation happening within your heart that's caused some walls to be built up are you loving God with your heart do i love God with my soul am am i am i taking the 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 right amount of time to to spend with God and get into God's presence? Am I loving God with my strength? Am I living in such a way where, where what I'm doing with my life is reflecting who I claim to be? And what I'm doing in life, is does that reflect what I say I believe? We are to live what we believe. Do I love God with my heart, my soul, and my strength? And maybe there's some room right now in your life to take inventory and Ask yourself these questions because love for God in the heart plus love for God in the soul plus love for God in the mind means you are on your way to living fully alive. God wants us to be fully alive. And the best way for us to be fully alive is to be in close proximity with God. It's amazing. I remember uh, when I was in high school, it was, I was a big time basketball player. I loved playing basketball. I just entered junior varsity and uh, my coach, I think I was a sophomore. My coach was coach Q coach Q had a reputation uh, for being a yeller. (laughs) He would get up in your face. And let me tell you, that was totally true. One day it was during the summer. We had summer league basketball going and we traveled to this other school and we were playing and I'd had a really good half first half like good for me back in those days I'm tall and so I was thrown down low not my favorite place to be but oh well that's where I was and so I was playing really good and we got to halftime and we went into a hallway and we're all leaning down we're all uh laying laying sitting down uh, against the wall and coach Q walked in and I was feeling good and I was going, whoa, yeah, I'm doing awesome. I'm, I'm playing really good. Coach Q got down in my face, looked at me and goes, you are not playing well enough. You need to beep, 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 beep. <laughs> you need to get in there better. And that was the moment where I felt like I actually almost cried as he was yelling at me. And I realized I wasn't playing defense. I was playing offense pretty well, but I wasn't playing defense. It changed the way I gave it my all for the second half. God wants you to give your all. He wants you to be fully 
alive in life. Well, this has been another freestyle. God loves you, and so do I. Peace out and party on.